and welcome to the second Plus Narrative podcast. It is Friday the 21st of October, and we've had multiple attempts trying to get this damn podcast done, <laughs> but here we are, and this is definitely going to be the, the one, or the two. <laughs> um, today we're joined by Richard. What's up? <laughs> Jess. Hello. And Liam. Hi. And I'm Greg. Um, so, today, my glasses are really steamy. So, <laughs> um, today, we're going to be LinkedIn-ing it up, connecting, some would say. Mm. Um, so, let's go around, just starting off. Richard, what's your, what's your LinkedIn experience up to this point? I think I created my LinkedIn account, must have been back in, I can't remember when exactly, mm. but it was about three years ago. And When you graduated, essentially. No, I was still, it would have been soon after high school okay. or like a year into university. And I was doing some work at the time uh, with my friend and his project. And he just suggested to me that I just get a LinkedIn account because, you know, that's, that's what everyone does. So you do when you're a professional. Yeah, and, you know, rather populated early on with my mountain of experience <laughs> as an 18-year-old. <laughs> um, Working at the tech shop? Yeah, kind of just let it sit there for a couple of years until, I don't know, maybe last year, 2015, when it actually became more relevant to me. Then I actually picked it up and started adding a bit more stuff to it and connecting with more people and got into it properly. And how many connections do you have? So I've been on LinkedIn, I think I said for what, three years now, four years. And to date, with very minimal trimming, like I've hardly cut back any people. I'm on 72. <laughs> 72 connections. Do you know them all? Uh, no. I'm not no. sure if I should get into that now. Like, we'll yeah. start off like just okay. you know, surface yeah. level. Okay, mm. no. Cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah, well, no. Send, send the scene. Okay, yeah. say. Um, I don't know all of them, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I would like to challenge anyone else in this room if they actually know. First name basis. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, in, in short, without getting into too much, yeah. that's that's my experience with LinkedIn. Yeah. Jessica. <laughs> okay, um, I can't remember when I got LinkedIn, but I think it was around the time I was starting to try and get jobs and things. And I just found that it was a really great way to keep track of everything that needed to go on my CV, like a very standardized way to kind of store all that historical data <laughs> of my work experience. I mean, I kind of just open it up now and then. I've used it to apply for a job before. Mm. Yeah, I think that's about it. I only ever really used to go on it when I'd get a message, but now that we've been talking about it lately, I kind of <laughs> check it a lot more often. And I think I have about 140 connections mm. now. Mm. Double riches. Yeah. <laughs> and? How, how far, or oh sorry, how many connections did you have with our previous aborted podcast? Um, I think it probably would have been about 120, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So you didn't rocket ahead? No, okay. no. Yeah, I think, um, same question. I was on about 50, so so I probably also went up about 20 connections. Mm -hmm. Just minor segue for, for those, obviously, who are not part of our office. We have gone on a LinkedIn journey <laughs> quest. Uh, quest. Not, not all of us <laughs> I, I didn't go on this journey because Liam's already a LinkedIn guard which is the reason why he's here <laughs> speaking of which 
Um, I don't know when I started LinkedIn, but I know it was probably when I transitioned into quotation in the air finger movements, uh, the business <laughs> world. And um, yeah, everyone was doing it. It was like, <laughs> hey, Facebook was for family and friends. MySpace was for bands. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, but seriously, uh, MySpace was for bands. And then, yeah, LinkedIn was, hey, this is the corporate place. So I went on there. I think I created a profile, put up a really bad picture um, and left it at that. And then what happened is, so I have this thing, like whenever you give me a social media thing that's got like achievements. So if you know on LinkedIn, they rate your profile. And this is how I actually got to a really good profile was it bugged me out that that little blue bowl thing in the corner there was really low. Mm. So I did everything that I needed to do to get it up so I could have this like rock star account. No other reason. Yeah, but that's what I had to do to achieve that status. <laughs> it was not, nothing on my own. But mine says I'm an all star and it looks rubbish in comparison. Uh, yeah, I suppose. It's <laughs> your um, mana OCD coming out. Yeah, exactly. So no, and then um, so that was that was part of it growing. Um, as the team told me today, that I have five hundred plus connections. I don't actually know. I probably don't even know hundred people in real life. So I have no clue who those people are. Um, you have no I, recollection of accepting them. He, well, I mean, five hundred plus. So you can't remember who's. Everybody. But you seemed extremely surprised that you had 500. I really didn't know I had that many. <laughs> and then, yeah. And I also, like you guys told me last week, I think it was, I didn't really um, like connect with people because when you connect on LinkedIn, it asks you like how you know them. And I took that quite seriously. I would like, if I wasn't a colleague then, or they, the person I wanted to connect with didn't fit in there, I was like, oh man, I want to be friends, but we can't, you know, it's like, <laughs> like a playground kind of thing. It's like, all the cool kids are there. And so- Apparently I'm friends with Gabe Newell. No. At least I just told him that, so. <laughs> Who's uh, that? Yeah. It's the head of Valve and it's a games development house um. in, in the States, but it's the wealthiest independent company in the mm. world. And he's the CEO. So we're friends. Yeah. Nice. We'll see how it goes. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah. Just brag. He hasn't accepted yet, but <laughs> <laughs> in my eyes. Hey, you've gone halfway. It's up to him now. Yes. Yeah, Gabe, the ball's in your court. It's always reaching. I think it was mid last year. I was like, okay, I've done all these things. Let me actually put it to use and see how well it does. So I really enjoyed the section where you could add the projects that you've done. Mm. So I just started listing all of the projects that I've worked on and um, connecting the people who worked on those projects with me, whether they were internal or from other companies and um, use the, the uh, publication section to publish all the blog posts that I'd written for Plus Narrative Hope it would be an extra channel to the site. Mm. Um, and that's pretty much just doing that, using it as a place to list the projects I've done to try drive traffic from social as in LinkedIn to the site and um, then just updating it with what I'm currently doing. Yeah, I, I joined LinkedIn, I have no idea when. It's just always been there and always been plaguing my mailbox with people asking me to join them. But then, as I mentioned previously, but not in this podcast, in the ghost podcast, that uh, I listened to a podcast called the Deeply Graphic Podcast. And there was a guy on there who was talking about LinkedIn in a way that he was actually passionate about. And I didn't think anyone in the world was actually passionate about LinkedIn. Except he, for Microsoft. Except for Microsoft. <laughs> Very, three, no, $27 billion. Yeah, passionate. they're passionate about it. Um, 
And uh, he was saying how if you use it the right way and connect with the right people and then put on a lot of content on there, which, to be honest, that timeline before this, I barely even existed at the kind of home timeline. And um, he was saying he puts content on there all the time and then has people connecting there and through that he's got a span of business. So that was my, my turning point, which is probably about three months ago now, where I thought, maybe give this LinkedIn thing a little go, especially since it's plus narrative, we always need business and that kind of thing. So um, yeah, I've posted a few little notes, frick. <laughs> I've posted a few stories on there and uh, a few little thoughts and that kind of thing and had a few likes and connections and that thing. But my main quest has been to get to 500 connections. <laughs> and, sorry, yeah? In what space of time? As soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my firm belief that getting to 500 is the equivalent of reaching the end game in an MMO. I'm with you. So, you know, it's essentially the level cap. Okay, and and if I might add, I, know I might be completely wrong because I don't spend much time on LinkedIn, yes. but once you hit 500, yes. you go 501, it says 500 plus. Yeah. So you could have 501 and Richard Branson could have like a million, but his still says 500 plus. Exactly. So that puts you like you, on, on in the, the amongst the top you, tier. Yeah, exactly. Or you reach the stage where you get that influencer badge. Mm. Oh, what? do they have that? I don't yeah. even know about that. Yeah. Tell me yeah. more. Well, the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world. Yeah. They've, like They've got that thing. The 1% Who of the 1%. That? I don't know any of these people <laughs> you're you're dropping. Not Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah. Richard Branson has one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Richard Branson? Yes, I do. Obviously. Okay, good. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't patronize <laughs> me. Um, no. I, Jess, I'm with you. I haven't, everyone else Greg's mentioned, I have no clue who they well, are. Well, Richard and I, okay, sorry, let me go back. So, I've been, yeah, it's been a dark path, but I feel like I'm almost there. In fact, I am on 466. Your. So, but, okay, what is the deal with 500? And why are you such a passionate believer? Because, as Liam says, then you've reached the, like, level cap so everyone who's reached 500 plus is on the same playing field essentially so that's that's just it's a it's a headspace it's, it's okay. in many ways okay. you wouldn't understand you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you're not over 200 yet <laughs> peasant <laughs> no it's completely just for fun really what if the person you really want to mm. connect with believes in quality over quantity Ooh. how are they going to know the difference what are you? How they're going to look at my connections and go? Oh, because he'll be like, oh, he's Greg doesn't actually He's one of those spammers. Here yeah. we go again. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, we were just Obviously talking to Brad. He doesn't care about to care. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, we were just talking to Brad, who's our um, MD. There you go. Were you listening to this, Jess? Vaguely through my okay. headphones. When so there was Brad a sign. has <laughs> over two thousand five hundred connections. Of all, whom all of them he knows on a vaguely personal level. Claims. Claims, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which to me is completely bombastic and impossible. But he claims it's true and he almost spat on me when I told him my, my strategy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, his, it's apparently it's possible, but mm, I don't think his so. His approach was very unique. Like, yes, that's true. Um, for those who, like Jess, if you weren't listening, um, you know, whenever you send a request to someone, um, it asks you, how do you know this person? Friend, colleague, uh, or any of the other options. And then there's a huge, like, 
text box where you can enter your message. And Brad was saying that for every person he sends a request to, he either selects friend or whatever, however he knows them, and he takes the time to write a detailed message for each person, how he knows them, if he does, or why he wants to add them. Mm. And then he signs off with his name. And then if they do accept, he responds saying thank you. And then he just, you know, gets the ball rolling there with mm. the dialogue. He's like the 50s gentleman. Over yeah. The but it to is do so that. nice though. You like yeah. wine and dine the person. <laughs> <laughs> and to do that for two and a half thousand people That's is... No, well, some of them would have added him. Yeah, true. But even then, he still takes the time to say thank you for the ad. How can, you know, what's... And he doesn't okay, add okay. everyone either. It's, yeah. it's very much curated. Yeah. And he's gotten a lot of business from it, he says. So there is value to it. So why isn't Brad here right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> we only found this out. <laughs> yeah, this afternoon. Yeah. But hey, I mean, he would probably just... Shit on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want him sitting next to me. Mind you, mind you, I I, I see myself as more of a Brad. No, it's true. Than a Greg when it comes to LinkedIn. Yeah. You'll get to Brad's level when you're about 80. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> when LinkedIn has been, you know, now that it's acquired by Microsoft mm. and the next great power that be acquires Microsoft <laughs> one day. My dark path hit its maximum peak today. When I was, I was doing research on, hey, you know, let's find out a bit more about LinkedIn before we do an actual podcast about it. And then I found a Hacksaw JavaScript. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, just to stop you there. When you said you were doing a search, what did you actually type in the search? I went to Medium. Yeah. And I searched LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, and that's what came up. Yeah. Okay. It was, well, it's clearly popular because it must have some <laughs> success. So this dark, evil script. It was basically the easiest command line in Inspect Element in Chrome. And then just plug it into JavaScript. No, firstly, sorry, for the listeners, you go to your um, connections that I may know, or whatever the hell it's called, mm. and uh, then bring up the JavaScript panel, copy in this code, and it just runs a script adding every single person in the people you may know. And then when it refreshes, which it does automatically, it then adds those people. <laughs> but what's even more amazing is you see it real time. Yes. Like, boop, 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 and it's, it's... It's the devil's work. I must have added in about 30 seconds about 300 people. That's crazy. I did not know it would be that successful. Yeah, a notification from LinkedIn saying that you're a bot and your account's going to get suspended. I'd be surprised. But it was... It was <laughs> I did not mean for it to be so brutal. It's the nuclear bomb of connections. Because Twitter had one of those a while ago. Yeah. And then what Twitter did is they actually measured the time between clicks. Because oh, yeah? what that script does, and I know we're talking social, but hey, no. um, is when you create a button on a website, it's got like a, most times a class that's kind of a name. So when you style it, you style that class and it applies to every single element or button that has that class. So what the script probably does is it looks for that particular class and then it does a fake click. The problem is a human, if they're clicking from one button, your mouse is obviously traveling the distance, mm. so there's a delay. What your script will do is, like, not your script, the script <laughs> that you used. Greg wrote it. It will just, like, fire through all of them in a millisecond. Mm. And, um, yeah, your account could be potentially be spammed because they use APIs, or well, not spammed, you are spamming. I'll be blocked. Be, be blocked, yeah, because mm. um, they can measure how many requests you're doing to the APR per millisecond per second mm. so hopefully you don't because we'll you've worked hard that's why you should be like me well the thing is I didn't work hard I think that's <laughs> the bottom line 
<laughs> so I found the cheap way around. <laughs> nice. Um, we'll see how it goes. Tortoise always wins the race. Damn right. <laughs> um, but uh, Rich and I have been having a, a competition to see who can get the best LinkedIn connection. <laughs> and I might have been going too high profile and then not getting those replies. But we've got some decent ones. But then, uh, Rich, tell us about your, your prestigious little diamonds. So firstly, I maintain a quality over quantity approach to my, to my connections. Um, I add people who are, A, very influential, very influential in their field. Um, so like a MD or a CEO of a company. B, they work at a, like a really cool company that like, I one day look up to, to work at. Or C, they, they just look like cool people <laughs> to me <laughs> by taking both uh, A and B. Um, so yeah, uh, I try and keep it as personal as can be. Uh, like I said, I have 72 connections, so I'm not going out guns blazing. Um, but in doing so, I often aim high so that if, like Greg said, they reject you or whatever, you know, you, you've still got a way to come down. You can still trickle down. So I'm usually aiming for like CEOs, MDs, you name it. Because um, then you get the trickle down people. You then you get know. the trickle down effect. <laughs> and the key is if you can land one of these high profile people, whenever you add anyone else, chances are those two people are connected. So when, let's say I, I add Liam and I want to connect with Greg, Greg doesn't have to know me, but he sees that I'm connected with Liam. So the odds are of him accepting a lot higher. Oh. So that's a general t- tactic I like to go with. That's a good one. Um, or they just don't really know how to use LinkedIn either. Or they <laughs> use the same script as Greg and they're just adding everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they're uh, all just connected. I like to think they take the time and their busy schedules to go sure. to their LinkedIn. So yes, I know this guy. Um, yes. So... Uh, I guess I've connected with the marketing director of Lufthansa. Um, <laughs> that's one of my, Drops one of my <laughs> more high sorry, profile. Sorry, what's the person's name? Mar- Marcus. <laughs> Marcus in marketing. That's what I see. Um, uh, another one, a few CEOs from like, like Flamingo, which is a really cool agency that I really like aspire towards working at they're really cool they have some cool people that I've connected with I've connected with the CEO of Fnatic which is an esports organization Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's pretty close to my heart (laughs) and yeah I mean I don't get a lot of (laughs) I don't get a lot of people sending requests my way Um, but even then when I do get uh, I do sort of screen them a bit like the other day someone uh, sent an invite to me who Greg within a second accepted, but I was <laughs> I was not having any of that. Um, those are my those are my gems. Um, I hope that in the years to come they keep me, and they don't go through their connections and think uh, like Liam. I don't know how this guy got here. I'm gonna get rid of him. That's, Did you message them? No, no, I haven't got to Brad's level yet. Where okay. where I messaged them? So they just them. accepted you without. Yeah, I mean, having to say anything. No, don't say anything. I mean, I could message them saying thank you. I have what I have done, now that you mention it, is whenever they do share stuff, like be it an article or a video, I do either like like it Mm. or comment and, you know, just the very simple, oh, thanks for this, it's cool. Solid approach. You know, just just so I'm in the wings, you know, I'm just just hanging around, I'm (laughs) hovering. But Richard. Greg. I I think you're going to have to admit that mine's the best one with 
Tim Oliver, Rick Gervais impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> you see, James is a very subjective uh, statement. But if he was really doing his job well, he would have just put Ricky Gervais. Ah, oh. that's true. That's a good point. Like at face value, he's he's pretty solid. <laughs> the official Ricky Gervais. Mm, yes. Yeah. Also the front man of corn, but he hasn't accepted yet. <laughs> so that's a little disappointing. You got front man of corn, Gabe. Richard Branson, yeah, Richard all just Branson. sitting there waiting. Yeah, Richard Branson's still, man. It's been like a month now. It's just rude. Yeah. But also you, you went premium, didn't you? Well, I, I, I finally used the, the premium, the month's premium. Oh, wait, because, <laughs> because you've been such a valuable customer Obviously. to LinkedIn, they gave you 30 days free. Well, that's, yeah, it's not for everybody. I don't know if you're any kind of riffraff. Only aspiring 500 pluses. Create your account two hours later. Oh, you've been such a value customer. <laughs> Have 30 days free. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a load of crap. And how's that going for you? It's terrible. It costs like a thousand rand a month. And I, I don't what? Have, yeah, it's mm. nuts. But I, I do not have the time to get like needed. But what are the that. perks for you as an employer to have premium? You can do a lot of um, connecting with other businesses on a higher level and you can do all sorts of analytics on different businesses. And yeah, you could go to other business pages and look at their analytics. Mm, yes. Something you would think is yes. uh, private. The, yeah. the number of uh, employees that are on LinkedIn and That's crazy. checking the, the timeline over years. It's, it's kind of amazing. I but think one of the most key or awesome features of going premium is that you can disable the feature to notify people that you viewed their profile. Oh, that is a good one. Uh, yeah, that's worth a thousand rand. Yeah, <laughs> that's worth a thousand rand. Like any social media platform where you know who's looked at your account. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's the amount of the times. The creepy feature. The creepy yeah. feature, yeah. The amount of times I've had to copy their URL, mm -hmm. go incognito, and then view their ah, profile. so wise, Rich. And then I mean, each time I want to view someone, I have to. even creepier, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, you went that far. No, it's like <laughs> control N, control shift N, yeah. and then control V. Mm -hmm. so it's very simple, but it pays off. That's what all criminals say. <laughs> Oh, we, only, we, oh, sorry. No, sorry, Jess. It only notifies you who's viewed your profile if you're on premium, isn't it? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Premium. I have never been told that so and so has viewed my profile. It does. Do, do we have to break it to Jess? <laughs> that wow. no one's viewed your profile. <laughs> <laughs> that is a filthy lie. People have viewed my profile. <laughs> That's true. No, I think it does cap it as well, though. If I'm you're on the if you're on the free version. You can only see a certain amount and that's for like the month, so often, isn't it? It does seem a random selection as well. Oh, okay. Because I've had, you know, it'll say 70 people have viewed your profile, but then it'll be like a person from DigitLab. And then, oh. then it'll also be a very specific person who I don't know. Yeah, it's very bizarre. I'm not sure quite, quite sure how the algorithm works. Okay. Hmm. But thanks, person at DigitLab. <laughs> thanks for viewing. Where's... No, I think I've, I've connected with Wes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, what are our true feelings about LinkedIn? <laughs> having, having said all this. Yeah. Well, I can speak for the, uh, the advert that we ran to try to find a developer. How did that go, man? <laughs> wow. Where to start? We definitely got CVs. Um, we got over 80? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So, out of the 80, how many were quality? Or at least I, th I think I think I think we interviewed two people, uh, and neither of them actually submitted via LinkedIn. No, so no, no. The one did, the, and she. Oh yes, didn't know no, how to was, code. Was that was that through LinkedIn though? Yes. 
Uh, oh no. No, it wasn't. No, it was wasn't. a That's private true. submission. Yes. Yeah. So it it didn't go very well. Um, a complete waste of it, money. Yes. Uh, 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 terrible ROI. Business uh, <laughs> <laughs> terms. Yeah. Return on investment. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, um, stop throwing that acronym. So, um, yeah, so that didn't go so well. Um, what, I, what I think LinkedIn is really good for is uh, if you're a recruiter, it's probably the, <laughs> it's probably the best tool you could have. Um, I think the only, I've tried to update my LinkedIn profile for B2B, business to business, um, potential and um, there he goes again with the, the only yeah. thing that I've ever received is uh, whether I want to submit my CV for jobs <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah I, I, my personal experience is I've never been fortunate enough to get work through LinkedIn but I have had a lot of job offers as the owner of a business <laughs> correct yeah. so great success yeah. is going to happen there yeah that's true I think LinkedIn's in a pretty dark place at, at the moment yeah. um, it's like because it's interesting because Liam's you're speaking from a business owner standpoint where you're looking for you're looking for work whereas I'm sort of just one of the masses who's just on there if anything comes my way uh, you know I'm not, I'm not actively looking for anything I'm not looking to connect with 500 people <laughs> plus so for me it doesn't really serve any other value or any value more than it's just a digital CV, really. Mm. An opportunity to, you know, let my ego get the better of me. So for me, I I don't see LinkedIn as being worthwhile. But again, as I've just said, it serves no real purpose for me. Mm. But I can imagine how there are some, like you, who see that to have lack, lack value. Um, I mean, case in point, <laughs> it's the endorsement feature. Oof. is. Um, <laughs> Spring cleaning for Greg. Mm. And <laughs> Flamingo, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but thanks, Byron. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was actually reading something before we came here because I felt obliged mm-hmm. to do a bit of research. There was a article on the next web where they were talking about the endorsements feature and how LinkedIn is sort of coming to terms with the fact that it's just a complete farce mm. and how people are seemingly trolling each other more than actually adding value. Um, so it didn't go too much into detail about what LinkedIn's planning to do, but they did speak about how they're updating their algorithm and they're implementing more machine learning mm-hmm. into it. So Microsoft that, has a lot of that tech. So right, so I imagine, I imagine this would come from Microsoft, yeah. Um, so what they wanted to do is that people who are more likely to endorse you are going to have the feature when they, when they view your profile they are more likely to see your skill section if they're more likely to endorse you. Mm. So if I'm a programmer and Liam, who's a programmer, views my profile, and he as my employer looks at my profile, he's more likely to have the box saying, hey, you know, Richard worked uh, for you. Okay. He's a programmer as well. Do you care mm. to endorse him? so much more sense. Yeah. Whereas, this random yeah. box that's always up yeah, there. Yeah, I think hey, they're- Just click endorse and you'll give them all these things. <laughs> and the worst is that, I mean, I, I think a major flaw is that you can like come up with the endorsements because yes. that's been my biggest gripe is like <laughs> the things I've wanted people to endorse me for are the things they don't. So I think like on my LinkedIn profile, design is quite high in terms of endorsements, maybe more so than development. Microsoft Word 
kills on mine. Is it? Yeah. And, and I mean, really, like that is, I mean, you're probably good at Word, but I don't think, I don't think it's your strongest. Point of pride, Liam. But can yeah. you make Word art? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I can, Jess. Yes, I can. Um, but yeah, so I think small little fixes don't let other people endorse you. You say what you'd like to be endorsed for. And if no one does endorse you for that, it never shows on your profile. Yeah. You know? I think we, the, if you look at the app, mm. which is clearly the direction that they're going, it's changed things quite drastically where it doesn't bring up random endorsements up front. Oh, okay. You can view the person's profile and then they list their endorsements in, you know, hierarchy. And then you just click plus. And then... It's a more natural way of doing it than mm. just going, hey! Just <laughs> a personal pat on the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or being able yeah. to add metal works as a skill. <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it's also, I mean, it's going off on the app. I mean, it's, it's, if they do head that way, it's going to be a lot better. Um, it cuts all the, the crap out. But we're already starting to see them roll out the new UI, UX, I guess you could say, for business pages. Yeah. In extremely uncoordinated fashion. Yeah. Where some of them are different colors, some of them are different layouts, the head is all different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I understand the process, how it works when you're rolling something out, mm. especially when it comes to uh, a service like LinkedIn. Um, I can appreciate it, but I do mm. think they're kind of stumbling a bit and that they're doing it in the wrong order or they're letting it out as, I think it's still beta, closed beta but they're still sending you emails like I received this morning saying, hey, go update your profile to the new dimensions for oh, really? banner images, but it's still an optional feature on your account. So mm. I'm a bit apprehensive to actually go ahead and change everything if it's still something that you can turn on and, and off. And then it's going to look weird for the old people. Yeah, so I don't quite know how they're going about that, but it's a step in the right direction. I They've think. got a limited budget, Richard. It's only 27 million in the bank account. <laughs> billion. <laughs> billion, sorry, billion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I think UI UX definitely. Yeah. Needs to be fixed. Jess. Jessica, <laughs> tell us your thoughts on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, even I find writing a CV and a letter of motivation. Is that the cover letter? Is that a letter of motivation? I think it's the same thing. Mm, same thing. Yeah. I find that really hard to do, like when you have to seriously punch yourself. So as I've said before, I feel like LinkedIn reaches new levels of digital wankiness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, yeah, because you kind of just like, this is me, this is all the cool things that I can do. Mm. And it's just like, what's it called? Like on Instagram and Facebook, where everyone's kind of living their best life, mm. but to the next level in your business world. For sure. Um, and I guess that's what it's for. So it's cool for that. But at the same time, it's not a platform that I want to be on a lot, mm. um, unless I am kind of looking for a new job or if, I don't know, I'm, I'm running a business's LinkedIn page for them and trying to promote them. Or you were some kind of business influencer and then we're always posting your <laughs> fantastic business thoughts in there that brought revolutionary <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Which, I mean, how many of us are there that actually do that? Yeah. Or if you're a recruiter. Or if you're a recruiter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But even like on that point, um, so like I was saying, I, I was using it as as an online CV of work that I've done. And uh, I was telling you this morning, I think, two days ago, I uh, had a, a client of ours ask us for a list of work that we've done. So I said to him, well, you know, um, 
I could send you an email or you could just go into my LinkedIn profile and they're all there, like with a description of the, you know, the languages we've used and all of that. And he said, okay, cool, thanks. I don't like to use LinkedIn. Can you rather email me? <laughs> and I was like, I thought that was actually quite profound that you've got, you know, people are used to a certain way and I, I, he's a business guy and he doesn't really want to go into LinkedIn. Like he doesn't like being on it. Well, he doesn't even have to sign in. You can just find your profile through Google and yeah. go incognito if need be. <laughs> there you go. There's all the work. And even your your page even has beautiful descriptions for each website, what yeah, the process know. was. As you say, the language is used. All for nothing. All for nothing. With that being said, do you think there is a limit or threshold to how much you should put on your LinkedIn? Because I've seen, you know, um, you know, some LinkedIn allows you to write... Um, articles to publish articles mm -hmm. on, on pulse i think it is and then they appear beneath your profile picture um in terms of thumbnails mm. i personally don't like that oh, yeah uh, i don't think especially only show the most recent ones like three recent ones. yeah i think it's three mm. um but i don't know personally i am a minimalist so i like mm. it when it's just like crisp clean simple so i having asked that question um would answer it myself by saying I personally think there's a limit to how much you should add. Mm. Like I've seen some, obviously in their own right, very spectacular LinkedIn profiles, but in terms of the amount of information, be it posts they've written, recommendations, the hundreds of projects they've done, especially if these are like really high profile people, it's almost a bit overwhelming. Um, but I think they're trying to, I, I agree with you. Mm. And I think they're trying to almost overwhelm you with their prestigious awesome right no absolutely with their peacock feathers yeah exactly but then on the reverse you get people who are like influential people and you look at their linkedin and it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing not even a profile picture yeah. so there's yeah. clearly two sides and i guess they don't they don't need to be on linkedin gabe mm. does not have a profile picture so how do you know it's actually him <laughs> yeah because it says valve inc <laughs> <laughs> it has to be here <laughs> does linkedin I'm probably like admitting all my, my ignorance on the platform, but if you say that you work at a company, does the company have to like approve that? Mm. Like if I said I work at Plus Narrative, does Plus Narrative have to be like- No, I don't think so. Is that a fe I know I, I, so. it hasn't had to work, but I wonder if it's a feature. Cause I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fraudulent people out there thinking that they've worked at Google. Um, like Byron. What <laughs> <laughs> CEO at Google? Yeah, CEO. So yeah, Baron. So Baron's uh, one of our graphic designers. Um, when he added, was it who was it? I think it was Mike or anyway, some of us. He said, "Hi, I'm Baron, COO of Google." <laughs> and then, but he added as like an actual job listing. No. <laughs> and then, so now. When I can't remember, I was connecting with someone the other day and said, Byron knows this person. And had Byron Dunwoody, CEO of Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And so it's kept it in wow, his history. Okay. Yeah. And they are like people, because you usually see it on Facebook. Like people say, oh, they studied at Harvard and they work at like <laughs> MR5 <Yeah>. or, <laughs> or something. And you're like, okay, whatever. It's Facebook, you can be stupid. But I would like to think on LinkedIn. <laughs> You gotta keep it a bit more kosher. But that's what I kind of like, because you can still just be yourself on that platform mm. and just kind of use it for your needs yeah. and still be humorous. And well, I saw earlier, I was reading an article, and apparently you can use emojis <laughs> everywhere on LinkedIn. <laughs> and it takes, like, your name. 
thumbs up you know, <laughs> unicorn. dolphin. It <laughs> keeps the and it doesn't adjust your uh, your all star rating or expert rating. So oh, great. This guy changes because he had got nothing on LinkedIn, so he changed <laughs> everything to emojis, and it just knocked him down to expert for some reason. Uh, can you so. be endorsed for emojis? Yes, apparently you can. <laughs> oh wow. That would actually be really cool for a graphic designer, though. It would be. To do a very clever LinkedIn profile based on emojis. I think we need a few more emojis. <laughs> Pen, mm. paintbrush. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you could go nuts. But I mean, I, I don't even think, like, LinkedIn is the go-to. I mean, if, if we were to receive a CV or... I mean, personally, the last place I'd look is LinkedIn. I always go straight to a Facebook profile. Because <laughs> that's where the real stuff lives. <laughs> no, you gotta go to that's Snapchat. The truth, that's the truth. You gotta go to Snapchat for that. Uh, I don't have Snapchat. It's like the person looks super responsible. Like, All right. Okay. Great. Check Facebook. Huge bomb. Yeah. Profile picture. But you can only see so much on Facebook. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in a real situation where, like, for me and my uh, privacy settings are, I think, like the max Sky they can high, be. Yeah. Yeah. So like if I didn't have you as a friend, you would just see my profile picture. Yeah. So But your LinkedIn picture is very respectable. You gotta like I said, you gotta Modella keep memorial. You gotta keep it kosher. But even even with the highest setting, and I stand to be corrected, but it's only from a certain point. So you can still see some pictures. Because you know sometimes yeah, you, you can, can set it. So like sometimes you only need three or four pictures to get to understand a person. <laughs> I know we're changing the subject here, but for Facebook, one of the biggest flaws is when you look at someone's profile picture, their most recent picture, you push the left button and you go to their first ever picture. Oh. It's so amazing. You, you click their profile picture yes. to view it. Yeah, and you just treats it like a gallery. Yeah, so if you go right, you go dec- you go towards like mm-hmm. their second one. <laughs> If you go left, you go to the very first picture they ever posted. Oh, so it's the two contrasting pictures, their no most ways. recent and their first ever in like space one. So I have to try that out. That was like amazing. I used to do it by accident. I thought, wow, this I'd is love like... i know what my first picture was. This is crazy. I know exactly what mine is. Is it? It's like a wheel of the boy. Ah, oh, shame. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I, I changed the subject. Facebook's the next podcast. No, it's too much of a behemoth. We can't bring it down as much. Yeah. Everybody knows Facebook. Yeah. But I think the main problem LinkedIn's having at the moment is a bit of a crisis in trying to transfer over to the everyday star app, which um, I read that somewhere. Uh, someone mentioned it. And it's the transfer of, because as we say, LinkedIn, yeah, I'll go check it out every now and again and update my CV and um, oh, maybe I'll apply for a job. But then they obviously want you there every day mm. to um, get that ad revenue and that yeah. kind of thing. Mm. Uh, so that's why they're pushing that timeline stream so hard yeah but then in turn that's ruining it because it's getting people posting stupid minions memes (laughs) and uh that kind of thing which is you know degrading the whole experience and making Mm. it far less professional yeah Uh, so it's kind of a two-edged sword but on the topic of uh, ad revenue as someone who uses the business platform for linkedin um i will commend them on the ui ux Mm. it's very much like the mobile app um so it's very clean, very simple. This is in the back end. This is in the back end. Mm-hmm. So using the business manager tool, essentially. Um, but in terms of ROI, 
return on investment. <laughs> um, it's it's atrocious. Yeah. And I know I've I, I I speak from a very small sample pool. Of, but you have done a few. Have yeah, done a samples, few. Yes. And if anything, the account that we work on is very B two B. So if ever yeah, there, the if, most B2B. if ever there was an account to to use as a as a test, it would be this account. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what the economics are behind it, but like the minimum um, amount for an ad. And it calculates everything in dollars as well. It doesn't have the rants option like other accounts, like other platforms do. And so like, I ran an ad, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Minimum total amount, 25 US dollars, which for us is like 350 rand. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, for some people listening, isn't a, isn't a lot. No, sure. um, but the fact that it's so, the market dictates. And because you're competing and you're playing ball with like, your, your banks, your, your massive companies, it's like the bars just naturally set that high. So to come into LinkedIn as I would say a startup and to try and like throw your name around there on advertising, I imagine would be very difficult. Mm. And what were we pushing for that ad? Was it reach or? Uh, it's, engage- it's, it's or engagement. So, uh, so engagements, yeah, return on investment isn't the greatest on engagements. Mm. Um, and again, I'm sure there's there's you know, a lot of reasons, you know, the audience that we're targeting. Um, but when you do actual page likes ads, mm. the, the equivalent that LinkedIn has, they're atrocious. Mm. The actual real estate that you get for an ad, oh, it's, it's on the right hand sidebar, and it's one of those little like little thumbnails, mm. and it allows you less than 90 characters text, <laughs> and you're supposed to. Like, Show off your your page, and yeah. it's in the it's, mm. tiny little image it's in the column. Text. It's in the column or the section of the website that everyone associates with spam anyway. Yeah. So it's naturally not off to a good start. It's that Facebook right hand section. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, think of that, but smaller. Um, so that's terrible. And terrible for a business, though. I yeah. mean, from a from a user's point of view. I mean, remember the graphs we had on Facebook when they were pushing advertising hard like everyone was yeah. learning about the adverts you know so I suppose you know we look at it from a business point of view but maybe they're actually doing it right because imagine you do go into LinkedIn which is supposed to be this professional network and all you're seeing is adverts all day that's yeah. true I don't know that's true but Facebook's made it work in a way where they maybe it's just the state of mind when you enter Facebook where you kind of block things out but yeah. it does seem to feed things to you in a more natural way yeah I think they could easily do the page likes and this is LinkedIn uh, mm. they could easily fit it into your newsfeed seamlessly I mean mm. you're going to see an ad wherever you go mm. so, and as I say people are posting minion posts, uh, posts all the time so what's a page yeah, likes ad which you're going to you're going to see the same ad on Facebook or Twitter um, on on Instagram, mm. um, so it's only natural that it'd be on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, and if it appears to you, you fell into the, you know, the demographics of what we were looking for. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Metalworks and blacksmithing, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, no, but I do like their they have because I'm uh, I use Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn their business um, advertising yes. platforms and each has their pros and cons mm. um, and LinkedIn you it allows you to drill down very specifically mm. in terms of like actual what companies they work at the size of the companies oh, that's awesome. the, their seniority um, stuff like that which I think is only natural for a business platform um, it could be used quite insanely in targeting like okay 
The Unilever development team is doing extremely well. Let's target Unilever development, the specific division. Yep. Go. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, every platform's got their pros and cons. No, but I think LinkedIn, in terms of for for us using RANs, I think it, it does suck quite a bit. Cool. So should we sum up? So basically, none of us are too happy on LinkedIn. <laughs> None of us clearly have shares in Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. I don't th- we didn't bash it quite as badly as the last one, though. I think we've yeah. come to terms with LinkedIn a bit this time. But I mean, that's, that's quite interesting, because from what I heard, the, the Ghost podcast yeah. um, was quite a bashing. So it's definitely impacted you guys, eh? Well, give us a lot of time to reflect <laughs> yeah. on like why we use LinkedIn and just what it means to us. Or is it because you actually used it? No, no, no. I think we've <laughs> rationalized it in some way. Mm. You know when you see a, a, a like a car crash over and over and over again, not that that actually happens, but you'll become <laughs> numb to it, and you'll say, "Well, that's all right." Okay. Well, maybe it's just purely competitive, which is what I actually think's going on here. Competitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, just oh, chasing those connections. It got to the point where I had a dream last night. Oh no! That I added Elon freaking Musk. <laughs> And then he accepted. That was this was in my dream, and I, I was like, I destroyed Rich. <laughs> There's no way he can beat Elon Musk. Did you wake up on a high? I did, and then an extreme depression because it was real. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Cool. On that note, shall we end off? Mm. So thanks to everybody, and uh, thanks to everybody for listening. We're recording at Oxygen Studios, and. I think you can find them at oxygenstudios.co today, but we'll have to double check that. We'll put it in the notes. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for listening and uh, have a fantastic week. Connect with us on LinkedIn. Yes. Or, or no, or don't. Or don't. <laughs> I think I'm almost at 500, so you may push me over there. Cool. Thanks everybody. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.